It's a check swing. Oh, they ruled it on a check swing? Yeah. Gabe that Morales. The, oof. I don't know if I've ever seen someone's season end like that, to be honest with you. Has that ever happened that you can recall? Um, no. no. Yeah, I, I, I don't know why I was going to even attempt to recall yeah. it. It was more of a Kenny question. <laughs> yeah. But. Um, but, yeah, so were, are you guys surprised to see the players in, in the ALCS? You know, are you surprised it shook out like this, or is this pretty chalk? The Astros aren't surprising. Uh, the Dodgers aren't surprising in my mind. Uh, the Braves, though, my goodness, I thought they were going to go down in three uh, games. I thought yeah, that was— you jinxed them, mm-hmm. Peyton. I thought the Brewers were just going to come out. They were like, yeah, we got these three elite starting pitchers. We're just going to roll all over the Braves, who uh, probably didn't deserve it. Um, yeah, but then they but also hey, decided Peterson, they can't Peterson, man, people doubted me. He's a bad Jack. bleep. Bad, bad He's expletive. He's a bad bleep. Bad expletive. That's what he said about um, himself. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because he wears, he wears a pearl, pearl necklace. necklace. And he hits clutch home runs in the postseason. He dyed his mohawk blonde. Oh, my gosh. He's awesome. He wears uh, funny right. colors on his uh, batting gloves. And guess what? He doesn't start. So He's the best. Don't care. I'm not that surprised about the Braves. Uh, I'm not surprised whatsoever about the Dodgers. Um, I'm kind of upset that Cody Bellinger hit the game, the go-ahead RBI. I didn't. I didn't. Uh, I thought you turned me off. Um, (laughs) Actually, I meant to do. I was trying to distract him, and it worked. (laughs) Hit the uh, the go-ahead RBI in the ninth inning. The coaster that just ruins it, man. Like Cody Bellinger looks like got up there. He's like Max Muncy, bro. Did Muncy cut? Did Muncy cut weight, bro? When did we get Trey Turner, bro? Like I. Cody Bellinger is like he cut his hair, he changed his walk up song, and he got better again. But oh, ever he since <laughs> he cut his hair, Cody Bellinger, yeah, yeah, he's still been terrible. You cut your he hair, the Cody. game go ahead, uh, run in the ninth, which made him like two for 18 in the series. That's the best, that's the most important hit of the series. He, he, stepped, a, up, he stepped up when it mattered most. Are you a clutch, uh, gene believer, Kenny? He does not have a clutch gene. Yes, he does. But this ruins my Cody Bellinger like propaganda. Um, you know, ever since Carlos Correa told him to, um, if you don't know the if facts, you don't know shut the facts, the expletive up. Yeah, shut the bleep up. Yeah. Um, he had like an OPS south of 700, which is really bad in baseball. Um, but now he's somehow just getting clutch hits. Um, it's almost like he knows what pitch is coming. Okay. Uh, so yeah, speaking of teams that knew what pitch was coming, the Astros series was. I mean, it was only four games, but it was an absolute blast. I mean, there were no, there was not another series with more storylines in it. Like, there was a lot of, there's just a lot of scoring. It seemed mm-hmm. like. I mean, even for the like, Astros. Yeah. My goodness, Ryan Tapera. I have never seen such a boneheaded, short-sighted statement from anyone. I mean, the Astros are a team that have very clearly embraced the villain role, the Houston versus everyone mantra. Uh, they take. Stay, they take everything personally, and it makes them a better team. So it was only fitting that uh, after the first game after Tapera said that implied that Houston was still cheating, Carlos Correa oh, yeah. just ripped the, essentially ended the game. There wasn't another run after that uh, for the White Sox. So. Se- seemed a bit petty that he was bringing up cheating. Just because his team was losing, he's he was from there. Houston too. So like he grew up an Astros fan. Well, and we I get he's that. not an Astros. Oh, what else would he be a fan of? The Rangers, the Cubs, the Yankees. He could be any fan. No. Um, But, no, the best thing that I thought the Astros did well here is that manager Dusty Baker and uh, staff base Lance McCullers, um, 
They both said, who's Ryan Tapera? That was, like, one of my favorite lines. You know, it's, like, the best thing to say, because I doubt you even know who Ryan Tapera is, um, Jack. And it just made it better. You know, it's like, oh, this guy's going to talk mess. We don't and then you know. drop 10 runs on him the next day. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. and the, that, Jose, run that Jose Altuve home run in the ninth inning, the three-run homer. Talk about an exclamation point. First pitch. Mm-hmm. Just ripped it. I mean, the Astros... They have moments like that all the time. If you, I mean, every time there's, you know, F. Altuve chance, Altuve has a, it seems to have a way to silence the crowd. Uh, Hall of Famer. Mm-hmm. I would agree. Um, we did get a message from, should I read out the phone number? Probably Zach. No. <laughs> it's a 805 number. I don't, I'm assuming that's Luke. It says, uh, what are your thoughts on Tanner Houck of the Red Sox, Peyton? Uh, you know, he's a Mizzou-made Tiger, true son. Uh, he's the next Chris Sale. I've oh, this Even if I wasn't a Mizzou student, I'd be super high on Tanner Houck. Dude is straight nasty. He's the next Chris Sale. Uh, Boston's got a good one on their hands. He went to Mizzou? Yes. Yep. He was oh. like a first or second round pick. Nice. Um, but, yeah, that, those are my thoughts on Mr. Houck. And and with that said, who are you guys picking in these in these series to go to the World Series? I'm gonna take the Dodgers pretty easily out of the NL. That seems to just not even be a question. Uh, in four or five, I think that wraps up. I'm so conflicted on the Houston Boston series because now Lance McCullers Jr. is out for them, and I think that is more important than people realize. He's the only guy who would go out there consistently, and I'd be relatively confident, okay, he's not giving up more than two runs today. Uh, I don't really see that with a lot of other Houston starters, but I also don't see that with a lot of Boston starters is the problem. Um, I think that series goes six or seven. I think right now I'd have to just go with the Red Sox, though. Ooh, he's picking the Red Sox. Yeah, I think it's a, you know it's fair to take that. Um, you know, Lance... Really came into his, you know, the role as an ace. You know, for all these years, he was sitting behind Verlander, Cole, Morton. And, you know, losing him, you know, that's two games. That's almost like two automatic wins in the ALCS if they go seven. Um, I'm going to take the Astros in seven. I think they'll pull it out. I don't really have that much. I'm not that scared of uh, Chris Sale. And as I say that, he's probably going to wipe out 10 tonight. But Mm -hmm. he's a wannabe uh, Gavin Weir. and Okay. His fastball velocity has dropped immensely, and the Astros have had success against him in the past. And Framber Valdez, who's starting for the Astros tonight, has had success against the Red Sox. He's pitched the best against the Red Sox compared to any other team he's pitched against this year. Yeah, it's a small sample size. But, but I mean, you also have to start Luis Garcia in this series. I know. I think the Nathan Evaldi game in Game 2 for the Red Sox should be an automatic win for Boston. And then is it Urquidy and Odorizzi? It's gonna. It's probably gonna be Jose Arquiti for Game Three in at Fenway Park. Or is it and, Greinke? Uh, Zach Greinke is not going to be a starter. So it is Odor Easy. Uh, probably a bullpen game. Oh, gross. There um, um, but in the NLCS, oh, yeah. I'm taking the Dodgers in five. <laughs> yeah, that's an easy one. Yeah, I mean, I don't think I can bet against the Dodgers. Obviously, I don't know much. I. I'm also going to pick the Astros. I'm going to make a, a comparison here, Kenny, and you're going to tell me how dumb this might sound. Um, I've been when I was I watched a f- actually a fair bit of this White Sox Astros series, and I was impressed by a uh, a one Kyle Tucker of the Astros. He's a rookie, right? 
He is not a no, rookie. He's, he's, not a, he's a, lost his rookie status last year. Got it. But he's like, I mean, he's a very he's young. A young guy. He's 24. And I really like the way he stepped up. It kind of gives me the same vibes that Juan Soto did when the Nationals were making their run. Is that a is that a fair like that kind actually, of just that like, is a bur- interesting bur- kind of bursting onto the scene in the playoffs? The um, only difference is the Astros right now. The rest of the team is very yeah. playoff experience. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I get what you're saying. He's definitely been the main catalyst for their run so far. Uh, I'm glad everyone's starting to know Kyle Tucker's name. He's been this good the whole year, yeah, really is, since last. He has the best. Like, he has the best flash the... line since like May. So he's the best highest OPS since the All Star break. Since wow. the All Star break, so he, he was the uh, American League Player of the Month in September and October. Yeah, he's just all around. Like, if the Astros had ever lost him in the middle of the season, the season would have been over. Really? Like, I don't, I don't think there's really anyone else in that roster that could, you know, compensate for compensate what he... for what Kyle Tucker did. All right. Well, I'm betting on Kyle Tucker and the Astros. I'll cheer for the winner of that series the rest of the way, um, just because Kenny, I have you support the Astros, and our friend Luke supports the Red Sox. So, and I'm not going to cheer for the Braves; they beat the Brewers. But um, yeah, we will, I guess, move on to our our second overtime. Not overtime. Our second quick hit, which is about, about overtime. overtime. The Twitter account. About overtime, specifically overtime's Twitter account. I got some beef. I got some beef with overtime's Twitter account today. Major um, beef. Major beef. They made me very upset. Um, so for those who don't know, uh, the NBA season is going to start on Tuesday. So you'll start hearing a little bit more NBA stuff, you know, as it as it gets underway. Mm-hmm. Um, but overtime. Decided to tweet their Western Conference standing predictions. Um, Payne, Kenny, I don't know if you guys have like made your own predictions yet or I have not. That's know. something we should do for next week, though. Yeah, that might that might have to be something we 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 do on next show. But um, you know, overtimes Western Conference predictions, Kenny. I'll start with you. Um, they have the Rockets at the eight seed. No, yeah, I, I saw your I saw your text. Yeah, so they had the Rockets at the eight seed. Um, the Suns, who went to the finals last season, finishing sixth in the West. Uh, the Warriors finishing as the two seed, even though they're not going to have Klay Thompson back until Christmas. Um, and the Dallas Mavericks, who took the Los Angeles Clippers with Kawhi and Paul George last season to seven games, missing the playoffs entirely. Those are kind of the well, main... Like, did the does Rockets that not include get... the play-in? It does not include the play-in. It's just one through eight. The Rockets did not get that much better, did no, they? No, they'll be good in like two years. I know they got... I don't think they're going to be like... A they might be a play-in team, candidate, but, like, but they're not. I don't really I think even a play-in team is a stretch. Yeah, like I who's really. on that team? There's Christian Wood, who I know is good. So a lot they, of people like it's just a lot of young guys. They drafted. They have Kevin Porter Jr., who is developing a lot, and he's going to be he's going to be one of the main guys with him alongside Christian Wood. And then they drafted Jalen Green, Green, yeah, who I, is my pick for Rookie of the Year, and I think a lot of people think he's going to win Rookie of the Year. He's a very good scoring guard, but. Christian Wood. It's not a playoff team. No. It's not. It's not even close they to they a playoff team. They were the second worst team in the NBA yeah. last year. And I don't think one player makes that much of a difference yeah. and yet. While I do agree, they have a very good young future core, I think, if they can keep those three guys and they continue to all develop. But it's not a playoff team. It's silly. Um, I was pretty floored when you said that I, out loud. I don't know what overtime was thinking. Um also, keeping the Mavs out of the playoffs, I think, is ridiculous. Luka Doncic, I think, is second in favorite in uh, odds right now to win the MVP. He was that last year, too, and he yeah. was really good. So. Yeah, I, I don't understand how you can keep a team with Luka Doncic out of the playoffs. I don't know. Kenny, do you have any other... Kaz at any three. Other the Suns at six, I think, is unbelievably 
disrespectful considering they had, had hardly any roster changes and they Did were they lose vi- anybody um nobody major they also got javel mcgee who i think is a, a good center option for them off the bench um shacked and a fool but it's a yeah shacked and a fool legend of course but i just think it's extremely disrespectful to a team that yes they got the benefit of playing an unhealthy lakers team they were still good in the regular season mm-hmm. so i think it's it's ludicrous it's disrespectful. Do you think the Trailblazers make it? They're at seven in the overtime. Thing, I actually so. do have the Trailblazers in my playoffs for my own predictions right now because I think a team with Dame Lillard, it's similar to like Luka. I don't think you can keep. So I don't think they'll do anything in the playoffs, but I can't keep a team with Damian Lillard out. I think so it's just you'd that kick good. the Rockets out of the playoffs and put the Mavs in. Yeah, I and would then kick. You'd have I the mean, I'd Suns kick, higher up. Yeah, I'd kick the Rockets out. I'd move the Warriors down. I'd move the Suns way up, and I'd put the Mavs in the playoffs minimum. Mm-hmm. If not, probably like a probably like a six seed is Fair where I put them. But yeah, anyway, overtime, you're getting clowned. Uh, couple, I it, no one's ratioed them, but I I don't know how easy it, that is. I'm not that I'm not that well versed. Maybe one of you two needs. I to, might have to step in. Have to step in and take. <laughs> I'll have to intervene. Yeah. Yeah. But Might have to. that was my Twitter beef today. I feel like I don't have that much that much Twitter beef, but they made me mad. I quote tweeted the the tweet with a picture of a, a lyric genius that says, I disrespect you respectfully, which is how I felt in that moment about overtime. Um, but anyway, we'll move on um, to our third uh, quick hit, which is regarding um, the now former head coach of the Oakland Raiders, John Gruden. Um, who he resigned, right? He wasn't fired. Yeah, he offered his resignation. Yeah. Well, offered Pro- his kind of because he was gonna get fired. Yeah, if he, he was. Didn't. He was. He was gonna get fired if he didn't. Um, for those who don't know, and correct any of my facts if I'm mistaken here, John Gruden, I believe it was between. It was revealed that between I think 20 like 12 and 2018, something like had that. sent a lot of emails with a lot of um, incredibly offensive and um, mm-hmm. you know terrible remarks and and. Um, you know slurs and 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 whatnot, and obviously those all got those all surfaced, and now he is no longer the Raiders coach. What do you guys, I guess, think of this situation? And and you know. you'd think John Gruden would know better, but then again, it is John Gruden. Um, I will say it's not honestly overly surprising that John Gruden had something like that come up. He is kind of a quote old school guy i mean that's just kind of an excuse to be grossly offensive i guess but um yeah it's not overly surprising thank goodness he's gone at least uh that probably is for the best of everyone and it's a shame because raiders were very encouraging team early in the season and john gruden uh once again uh became a distraction and this time it was for even worse reasons than in the past yeah you know it uh you know i'm not gonna say it sucks you know because he really put this on himself yeah it just, yeah this just, is his fault it's all his fault and you know he's not, i don't think he's really gonna get a job again i think it's over he should yeah and, think- and his time at espn isn't gonna come back you know we're not gonna have the gruden football camp and you know i'm not gonna say i'm not gonna i'm not surprised as well um i think you know we've known john gruden for a long time and you know he doesn't really have a filter and um, I think the At real, all. I think the real, like I think there is a winner out of this, and it's EA. Um, EA, if you didn't know, almost changed the name of Madden to Gruden. Really? Yep. I did not. And know they that. didn't do it. And yeah, thank God I mean, they did it. Yeah, for it. they would. 
Yeah, I think, you know, I mean, the Raiders, you know, you don't know what they were going to do because he resigned before they, they got the chance to take any action. But I think, you know, this was not an incident where you really can have any sort of, you know, I think no matter, like, if he had said something in the moment or not, you're not going to have any sympathy for him. But the fact that it's something that's come up that's apparently happened over, like, years of time, that I think is a a whole nother thing where you have mm-hmm. to investigate who was letting that happen and, and you know... It, it's the uh, a lot of those emails are starting to get leaked yeah, from why, that whole. Why have why did no one come forward before? Why yeah. why did no one like report this happening? Because that's obviously unacceptable that it happened for such a long period of time. But yeah, I think that's all we can say is is good that he's gone. Um, you know, I, I I hope for the Raiders they can find a a, a good replacement because, like Peyton said, they are having a good season. Um, but yeah, I'm glad they didn't put his results on the football field above years of very um you know inappropriate and disgraceful actions so mm-hmm. yeah i think that's about all we all we can say on that any final things before we go to another quick uh break? we got a quick text uh, oh, peyton yes. this one's for you again thoughts on kyle schwarber at first base full-time after the season uh it better not happen that's about all i can say the next first he baseman for the chicago Brewers. Cubs. Oh. go Cubs, go all right, well, no. with that, we'll kick it to a quick break. It is 3.39 local Central Standard Time in Columbia, Missouri. You're listening to The Unwritten Rule on KCOU 88.1 FM. We'll be right back. All across the nation, we are here for our communities. We're doing our part to get supplies where it's needed in order to fight COVID-19 together. It feels good to be out there to assist our community. I would like our friends and family to know that your National Guardsmen are always ready and always there. Visit NationalGuard.com to find out more. Sponsored by the Missouri Army National Guard. Aired by the Missouri Broadcasters Association and this station. Hey, Mizzou fans, did you know that research at the Wellness Resource Center indicates that 80% of MU students have a negative opinion of people who litter during tailgating? This is why Mizzou has the best fans in America. This public service announcement has been brought to you by the Wellness Resource Center, Craft Beer Cellar, and KCOU 88.1 FM. My part-time service in the Army National Guard makes it possible for me to be more for the community I call home. My training helps me at work when I lead by example. My service in the Army National Guard allows me to keep my community and those I care about safe from threats. Learn more about how you, too, can live and serve part-time close to home by visiting NationalGuard.com. Sponsored by the Missouri Army National Guard. Aired by the Missouri Broadcasters Association at this station. Lay. Sir. Well, welcome back, everybody, to the Unwritten Rule on KCOU 88.1 FM. We are getting ready to dive into NFL picks. And, of course, we're going to have another special guest joining us. And, you know, guys, I never I never expected us, because we're a sports, uh, you know, driven show, to have a mm-hmm. musician on. Yet we do. He is a tenor sax player in Marching Mizzou who we, you know, became acquainted with at a recent Mizzou-UNT football game. It's our good friend. Michael McLaughlin, what's up, Michael? Gentlemen, what a pleasure it is to be here with you. What a what a pleasure! Oh it is my to goodness, have you. trust us, the pleasure is yeah. all ours. So, so talk to us a little bit about Marching Mizzou before we get in. What's it like to be a part of that? 
um, you know, how did you get involved? And yeah, just a little rundown. Yeah, of course. So March and Mizzou, we're one of the biggest fans of Mizzou football and Mizzou in general. Uh, we'll do a lot with the bands or with the university as a whole. And really, there's a lot of unseen work that we do for our university that I think deserves a lot of credit in itself. Um, for myself, how I got involved with March Mizzou is that I never truly expected to be a part of a college marching band. Instead, I was in high school playing tenor saxophone, and I thought I was done for band. And then I came to college, and we have an event here that's called First Roar, as I think we're all oh, yeah. familiar with. And I was a student during that time. I was enrolled in IFC recruitment, and I was a student watching the band at that time. And then I saw the band play, and I saw how much fun they were having as an entirety, and I thought I really wanted to be a part of that. So here I am. That's now awesome. I'm a, a section leader for the tenor saxophone section, and it's really a great time. There we go. How long have you been playing tenor sax? Yeah, so this is my third year playing tenor saxophone at a collegiate level. So Nice. Nice. Congrats. Well, go we ahead. are some of the biggest uh, band supporters. We are. We, do. The, we love the band. We love, we the, love the band. Oh, my gosh. We go Dude. crazy. We sit next to the band we at every game. Literally just an aisle over. Like it's an aisle. It's a wonderful, it's a wonderful, it's a wonderful musical distraction from the monstrosity that is sometimes going on in the field. So, you know, we, we appreciate it. It's even, that. I think it's even better because we, like, we get the loudest of yeah. it. Yeah. Like, right there. Right next to and, it. Like, I, like, that's, like, my favorite part. It's yeah. also fun to just, like, like how we found you. Um, we were <laughs> yeah. just yelling Michael into the crowd, and yep. Michael turned around. I sure did. We've yeah. been, yeah. That's We've been like, trying to find a friend this whole time. Yep. We, we finally the, found him. The way we found Michael was for the past, like, three or four home games, we've just been yelling random names at the band to see if we could get so, uh, someone to turn around. And Michael is the, sure name, enough. the main name. And sure enough, and when we tell that is you, how Michael is here. I ate that up. Yeah, <laughs> we hope you enjoyed our, our energy because we do we do really love the band. I agree. It goes under underappreciated, I think, sometimes. <laughs> I have one last quick thing before we jump into yeah. uh, football picks. Um, do you go to the basketball games? Uh, occasionally, yes, we will. That's uh, the mini Mizzou, right? Certainly is. Okay, so yeah, we, we, we love those guys, too, because they do all the hand stuff <laughs> sometimes, and they, they get, I don't know, they get the crowd going, in yeah. my opinion. I, they, I know this past... Well, this past year, there was limited amount of people, and I don't think we got the the full experience. Yeah, it was but basketball's coming up. Got one more month. We get the yeah, mini march in Mizzou at basketball games. Oh, we better see you there, Michael. Yeah. You'll Michael, see you, me there. You better man. be showing out. All right. Well, we're gonna, I guess, you know, switch up the the vibes a little bit. Michael's uh, well versed on the tenor sax. We're gonna see how well his football knowledge is this week with NFL picks. Michael, you're gonna pick uh, who you think will win each of the games this Sunday and Monday evening. Um, so, yeah, we'll just get started. The first game is a great one down in Florida. Dolphins versus Jaguars. Michael, who Ugh. are you picking? All right. Well, let me tell you. Let me tell you what I'm picking here. All right. If I were to see a dolphin. <laughs> right. And you said Jaguars? Jaguars. Yeah. Well, Jaguars don't swim, so it really involves where the... So they're on a field, right? Yeah. I'm picking, a... I'm picking a Jaguar oh, every single time. He's going Jacksonville. This is one of the seasons. Jacksonville Jaguars. Exact Kenny-esque logic. He is getting, he's going Jacksonville, getting their first win of the year against the Dolphins. Kenny, Peyton, who you guys got? I actually I don't hate the Jags pick. I think this is actually going to be a very close game. I do think the Dolphins will just win it here. Um, but, yeah, this is a gross game. I'm not going to watch it. Bold. <laughs> yeah, I think um, I think they'll figure it out on land. They're smart animals. Jacksonville um, head coach Urban Meyer didn't do anything funny this week, um, but 
I'm going to take the Dolphins here. Um, I think Urban Meyer is going to lose out. He's going to you know do it great. He's going to be the first head coach to go 0 and 17. Um, yeah, I'm going to also probably pick the Finns here. I just think this will be a bad game, but we'll have to see. Next up, AFC North rivalry. Peyton's team, the Chicago Bears, going up against the NFC. Green Bay. Sorry, NFC North rivalry. It's okay. Um, the Chicago Bears going up against the Green Bay Packers in Soldier Field. Michael, who are you taking in that one? Mm, I got to go with the Packers here. I think we have some excitement to see in that game, and I believe Aaron Rodgers is going to throw some magic, I think. All right. Kenny? Peyton? I can't disagree. Um, I'm sorry, Peyton. I know you're a Bears guy. And I, I know you're going to take the Packers here, and I'm going to take the Packers here. Yeah, I'm going to take the Packers. Uh, Justin Fields, I think, is in for a rough one. Uh, Packers defense probably going to get a lot of pressure. Aaron Rodgers is just too good. Go, Pack, go. Aaron Rodgers proved me wrong uh, that he actually wants to play for his team. So, yeah, go, Pack, go. Next up, another 0-5 team, the Detroit Lions, at home against the Cincinnati Bengals. Who you got on that one, Michael? Oh, man. I'm going to say Bengals. Going with the Bengals. Kenny? I'm going to take Cincinnati as well. Kenny's going Cincinnati. Peyton? Uh, yeah, I'm going to take Cincinnati here. Uh, Joe Burrow, he's going to have a quiet win. He's on uh, voice rest. But the Lions, I just, they, they're going to find a way to lose again. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to go Cincinnati as well. I think that I like the Joe Burrow-Jamar chase. It'll be a late. I think it's going to be a late game yeah. win for the Bengals. I agree. Next up, Kenny's favorite team, the Houston Texans going up against their AFC South rivals, the Indianapolis Colts. Who you got in that one, Michael? Ooh, man. I got to say the Colts on this one. Let's go on the Colts. Kenny? Yeah, we're no longer friends. <laughs> uh, I'm taking the Texans here. I'm going to keep taking the Texans until they win, and then I'll stop taking the Texans. They're going to win this game. They're going to run all over with the, right, Peyton, the best you, running back in football. You just like to no, it's the best. Oh, I know who that guy is. Yeah. Uh, running back room. The room there are so many pro bowlers um, in that running back room, more than yours. Yeah, no, I'm going with the Colts. The Colts stink, but I'll take the free pick when I can get it. Um, I was disappointed because Jonathan Taylor had a really good game for the Colts last year and they lo- or last week and they lost, so I'm going to pick the Colts too. Hopefully, I have one more better. thing. Um, Davis Mills is playing in a dome. Uh, he balls out in domes. Next game is the— He's had two good two games. Los Angeles Rams Ooh, against ball both. the New York Giants. Michael, who you got in that one? Mm. Rams-Giants. I got to say the Rams here. They used to be from Missouri, so they got to be something there. He's going to he's going to rep his state. He's yeah, repping his state. Rep state. I'm Kenny? taking the Rams here easily. Um they're going to destroy the Giants. Peyton, you agree? Yeah, I'll take the Rams. Uh I don't even know. Like they're missing I think almost every starter offensively. The Giants are missing. So yeah, the yeah. Giants are missing like every starter offensively. Who's starting so. a quarterback? Daniel Jones is going to be healthy enough to start, oh, but it's like but there's no it, safe if it's one. Not, it's Mike Glennon. Yeah. Half their O line is gone. It's a mess. This is my team. I'm also. Or is, this I'm is not my year. Let any, yeah, this is my year. <laughs> Something like that. I'm also going to pick the Rams in this one. They're my Super Bowl favorites. Can't bet against them. Next up is the Kansas City Chiefs having a little bit of a disappointing start to their season, going up against the Washington Football Team on the road. Michael, who you got in that one? Being a KC guy. He's a KC guy. I got to go with Washington. I'm going with the Chiefs. <laughs> Michael's going with the Chiefs. Kenny. Uh, yeah, I'm going to take the Chiefs. I don't know how Patrick Mahomes can just keep, you know, fumbling. Or not fumbling. It's not even his fault, but, um, he, you know, he's not going to let this team lose. Washington, even on the road. Yeah. Peyton? Yeah, Kansas City's about to, like, go on a crazy run. Uh, they are not bad. They are not a bad team. Uh, their record is uh, just 
a fugazi, if you will. Ooh. Um, it's a big nice word. word. Mm-hmm. Uh, so give me Kansas City. All right. I'm also going to pick the Chiefs. I think they're due for a good run, and Washington's defense has been pretty disappointing. Next up is the Vikings and the Panthers. Michael, who you got in that one? Let's go Vikings, baby. Go Vikings. Okay, Kenny, you were in agreement? They're playing the Panthers, right? Yes. Well, the Panthers have the best backup quarterback in football. Oh, Lord, I'm taking oh, the Panthers Lord. here. Um, I actually am going to take the Vikings. You don't uh, understand. I'm just setting myself up for a bad weekend of football because it just everything is kind of aligning for that. You're picking the Vikings? Yeah. I'm also going to pick the Panthers. I think they can still get the job done. Darnold's been pretty good without CMC, even without CMC there. He was bad last week. Well, yeah. Um, next up is the Baltimore Ravens and the Los Angeles Chargers. Big game, both teams, 4-1, and one, two AFC powerhouses. Who you got in that one, Michael? Oh, man. Uh, as much as I, I love to watch Lamar Jackson play, but man, is it frustrating sometimes. I think the Ravens. Okay, he's going Baltimore. This could be a make-or-break game for our picks because we've, we've been pretty chalk. You know, chalk so far, so we'll see who goes. Kenny, who are you going with? Um, I think this is honestly like the best game of the week. Um, I think it kind of sucks it's at noon. I know they can't change it now. But you know, this is two MVP candidates going at, going at it. Um, it's in Baltimore. don't really know how much that would be a difference. Um, but I'm taking— Probably a lot. Why? Home field. Oh, Baltimore fans can go crazy. They do. Their team yeah, is named after a depressed poet. I do not think. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Got that it? has nothing Edgar, to do with Edgar the Allen fans. Poe? That means they're more of like poetic when they're out there. They're just like, yeah, okay. who are you picking? Lamar. Good throw. Who are you picking? Um, I'm taking the, the Chargers here. Ooh, okay. He's going I'm with going with Baltimore. Uh, I think this is a very good game. Uh, I have not been, like, I've been slow to come around on the Chargers, and I think this will be a great game. But I still think Baltimore's like a top two or three team in football. I can see it going either way, but I'm actually going to also pick the Chargers. I think this will prove to me that they're legit this season. If they can get this win, it'll be a big win. We will have to see. Going to the three o'clock games now. First one: Cardinals, Browns. Cardinals still undefeated in five and zero. Michael, are they going to keep their undefeated streak alive against the Browns? No. No. Okay. They're not. Cleveland. He's all in on Cleveland. Kenny? Cleveland! Agree? This one's not for you! Does Zach Ertz play this weekend? No, he can't. No, okay, uh, no. I was going to say, has there ever been a player that's played for two different teams in the same week? Yeah, no, he can't. Um, that was a very strange trade. Yeah, that's very something we sudden. did talk about. Oh, but Zach yeah. Ertz was traded this morning to the Cardinals. Cardinals from the Eagles, and he played last night for the Eagles. Yeah, um, he scored a touchdown, I'm pretty sure. So, um, yeah, I think he did. He's on his, he was on his way out. You know, He went out on a bang. Bang, bang, bang. Bang! He lost. That's a that's a, it's a AJ, AJ song. song. That's pretty uh, good. Thank you. They lost. Uh, yeah, I know, but he scored. Are you a picking the Cardinals? Uh, no, I'm taking the Browns. Okay, can he? Or Cleveland. Peyton, who are you picking? I love the Cardinals. Kyler's a top three MVP candidate, but they got to lose eventually. I think this is the week. Oh, Cleveland. I disagree. I think the Cardinals are very. You legit. don't think they'll ever lose? I, no, I think they're going to win forever and ever. No, I think they will win this week, though. I'm going to keep their streak alive. Go Cardinals. Next up, Raiders Broncos. Out in the AFC West. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Let's go. Let's go, Broncos. Broncos. Kenny? You know, this is a big, this is a, like, this is a game where the Raiders should show up. You know, they don't have their coach anymore. There's some changes going on. Might be a little bit, you know, some players might be a little confused. Um, they do have Carl Nassib coming back, who's having a good season. Uh, he, or not coming back. He took a few days off. Yeah. After the Gruden situation. Um, I do think the Broncos are a fluke. I don't think they're this good. 
But I'm going to say the Raiders step up here and win on the road. Yeah, I'm going to take the Raiders, too. I think it's going to be a weird game to watch, uh, but I think now that the Gruden situation is out of their locker room, uh, they can just focus on this game. Uh, Like Kenny said, I don't believe in the Broncos. Uh, That's a fake team. You know what? Kenny may have said the Broncos are a fluke, but a fluke is one of the most common fish in the sea. So if you go fishing for a fluke, chances you know are Homer Simpson bought the Broncos catch one. in the 90s. Wow, you didn't let me interrupt or finish my quote. I I'm just, going the Broncos. I just thought about that. Don't care. <laughs> go, go Broncos. They're I not a fake team. I thought he moved to Alaska. Who? Ooh, Homer? Homer Simpson. No, he bought the, he bought the Broncos in the 90s. He it did. was on one of the episodes. He did. John Elway's like in the show, I think. Yeah, he said the Broncos were bad because he wanted to own the Cowboys. Yeah, that's right. Oh. All right, uh, next game is... Also at 3 o'clock, it is the 4-1 and Cowboys against the New England Patriots. Michael, who you got in that one? Cowboys. How about them Cowboys? It's got to be the Cowboys. How about them Cowboys? Kenny, do you agree? Um, America's team is going to win this game, and that is the New England Patriots. Oh, I'm just kidding. Give me the Cowboys. I was going to say, yeah. Uh, Mac, uh, I've seen some people say is uh, offensive rookie of the year uh, front runner. That's a load of garbage. Uh, he can't throw more than five Shut yards down downfield. Mac. Uh, it's Jamar Chase all the way right now, so give me the Cowboys. I'm Rain also, Dakota Prescott. I'm also going, how about them Cowboys? Moving on, Sunday night game, uh, Seattle, the Seattle Seahawks, of course, without Russell Wilson, who got hurt, going up against the Pittsburgh Steelers. Michael, who you got in that game? <clears throat> I'm going to say the Pittsburgh Steelers. All right. He's going with the Steelers over the injury-ridden Seahawks. Kenny, who you got? Uh, like a, let Peyton go. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm going to take the Steelers as well. Um, Geno Smith is just not it. Uh, as bad as the Steelers are, the C- the Seahawks may be the worst team in football without Russ. Um, you know, if Russ isn't going to play, um, the Seahawks still don't have a set backup quarterback yet. It's Geno. Uh, no, like behind Geno. Um, I believe it's going to be. They, Alex, they have the no. They have, the they have guy no one from, on the roster yet. So Alex McCoo, oh, I thought I they. Think. I thought they had the guy from Washington or Washington. No, State. they they haven't they haven't named a backup oh, yet. Oh, uh, 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 Gordon. I thought they had Anthony, Anthony Gordon. 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 I don't know. <laughs> um, <laughs> I believe it's Alex McGoo. Uh, I don't know. This is easy. I'm taking the Steelers. All right, I disagree. Geno with Smith you guys. said he would be back, and guess what? He's back. In some form of twisted logic, I've gone oh, from a sad Alex Seahawks McGoo. fan to then watching Geno Smith almost win the game. For them when he came in. Okay, take the Steelers. He's the future. Go Seahawks. I'm picking the Seahawks. Uh, last game is the Monday Nighter against the uh, it's the Bills against the Titans. Rapid fire. Michael, who you got? Bills. Bills for Michael Kenny. Yeah, Bills easily. Bills. Yeah, I'm gonna have to go with the Bills Mafia in that game. Well, Michael, thank you so much. We hope we will you know let you know how your picks do. We have them all <laughs> written down. So and we have your Twitter set in stone. We have your Twitter. Um, any final words you got? Well, thank you so much for having me. It's been fun to be here and pick teams with you guys. Of course. Of we course. Thank we'll you for joining us. Yeah, thank you for joining us. We will look, look, look for you in the band this Saturday when <laughs> Mizzou plays. And, um, yeah, hope everyone enjoyed this week's edition of The Unwritten Rule. Um, we'll be back next week, same time, same place. And everyone have a 